Before the episode begins, time for a little bit of bragging. This is Series 9 of the podcast, and since it began in 2020, we've built up multiple thousands of listens and views. Now, just imagine if that audience were to hear your business or event sponsoring the episode, or even a whole series. Well, imagine no longer. Just check out the show notes for more details and how to get in touch. Welcome to the RG10 podcast, brought to you by the people behind RG10 magazine. The aim is to bring you interviews, information and entertainment. In fact, anything interesting that's relevant to living around here. Every Monday at 7.30pm, if you're within earshot of Polehampton Junior School, you're going to hear the following noise. It can mean only one thing. Some call it whiff-waff. Boris Johnson, I'm looking at you. Others say ping-pong. But in this episode of the RG10 podcast, we're going to give the game the respect it deserves and use table tennis. Springfield Table Tennis Club is the best place to be for those in Twyford who love the game or indeed fancy giving it a try. I popped down to their 2023 Club Championships finals evening held earlier this week and caught up with Jason King, the club's chairman and secretary. Springfield Table Tennis Club then. Um, First of all, why on earth is it called Springfield Table Tennis Club? We're, we're based in Twyford. Give me an idea of the history. So if you uh, know Twyford well, you know that there is a road, a residential road called Springfield Park. Um, and the original members used to live there. Um, and that's why it's called Springfield Table Tennis Club. So it's just a few minutes away from the club here. That's the road that goes between the Golden Cross and Polehampton Infant School that isn't a rat run, in case anyone's listening. You can't use that as a shortcut. Um, can you give me any more idea of the history, when the club was formed, that kind of thing? Yeah, so it was formed in the 1960s. Wow. Um, we don't, it's been you know, playing in the Reading League ever since, um, so there's been at least one team submitted in the Reading League ever since. Um, but other than that, we don't know that much about it. Oh, it's, it's a mystery club. It's a bit of a mystery, yeah. <laughs> so are, That's any, all we know. are any of the original members still knocking about at all? Um, unfortunately not. Unfortunately not. We did have our old club secretary, uh, Colin, used to be um, here for many, many years. But um, he's stepped down recently. So, uh, no, unfortunately not. No uh, original members now. So how is the club getting on at the moment? You say you're in a local league. How many teams you got? Uh, what's, what's happening now? Yes, yeah, so we, we play in the Reading and District Table Tennis League. Um, we've currently got two teams in the league. Uh, in division well last season we played in division three and division four um, so one team in each uh, the division three team actually got promoted uh, by the skin of our teeth to <laughs> division two um, and the division uh, four team uh, basically finished uh, sixth but that was their first season so it was a pretty good result finishing mid-table um, you know in their first season of play What's the standard of table tennis like in the Reading area? Because the one thing I know about table tennis in the area is uh, the club over in Woodley produced, I believe, a, a couple of world-class players in the 1990s, Matthew Syed and another player. And, their co- and the main reason being their coach 
was from China and he happened to live on the same road as, as them and it was just some wonderful pure coincidence. Um, you're nodding your head as if, yes, that's exactly what happened. Um, but that aside, what's, has, has that lifted the standard? Has there been any lasting impact of that? Yeah, I, th- I think definitely. I think the Reading League is known throughout the country as being, you know, a very strong league overall. And I think, uh, you know, Kingfisher is at the heart of that. That's it. That's the club in Woodley. Yeah. Yeah. So Kingfisher's at the heart of it. It's the only 24-hour table tennis club in the country, I believe, or at least it used to be. Um, and yeah, obviously, as you mentioned, uh, Matthew Syed being very famous, uh, England number one table tennis player from there. <laughs> anyway, we're not interested in Kingfisher. That's not why we're here. We're interested in Springfield. How would you describe the club? I presume it's inclusive. You want to welcome as many new players as possible. Yeah, d- definitely. I mean, you know, table tennis as a sport is one of the most diverse sports. Um, you know, all ages can play it. Um, you can literally be playing it from a very young age all the way up to you know retirement age um, and even beyond that as well. Um, so yeah, it is a very diverse sport and obviously we like to think we're very inclusive as well um, of everyone who wants to come along and, and have a go. Now I'm down here at uh, Polehampton Junior School on uh, what is a very special night. There are are a couple of tables out there. There's, well, there's an awful lot of chairs, actually, for, for potential spectators, scoreboards, but also, in the distance, I spy a silver trophy, which would indicate that it's some kind of finals evening. What's going on? Yeah, so this is our club championships night. So basically, every year, we try and you know, find out who's the best player. Um, so we do that through you know, club championships, uh, who's the best doubles partnership as well. Um, and this is mostly because the Reading League have an internal club rank system. So we have to sort of uh, let people, let the Reading League know um, who the best sort of player in the club is within the internal club's rank. Um, and really, it's just a, a way of, um, you know, getting everyone involved, getting everyone some experience of competitive play as well. Um, because, you know, a lot of us do play in the league, but there's quite a few members who don't as well. Um, so we just want to give them an understanding of what it's like to play competitively. And that's the, the way that we do it through the championships. Yeah, how do you fancy your own chances tonight? You're looking very confident standing there in all your Springfield Table Tennis Club uh, blue it's a table tennis show. You're all turned out ready to go. How do you think you're going to go today? Well, I, I, think, I think I've got a fairly good chance, but um, I think there are a few players that are up and coming that, uh, that are new to the club that will definitely give me a run for, a run for my money tonight. Um, I think the, yeah, there's also junior championships as well. Um, so How old are the juniors? When can you join? Uh, so they're, they're sort of more teenage age. Um, we, we do have uh, youngsters who join as well, but they need to be accompanied by a parent. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the junior championship is more sort of, you know, early teenage years. What would you say to someone such as myself who hasn't played for best part of 30 years and wasn't very good then, or for someone, a parent maybe, whose child has showed an interest? Yeah, I think, I think it's a very accessible sport. I think it's um, you know, a very cheap sport as well, and it's a really good way to get a- active, um, especially in the winter months when it's cold and dark and there's not you know, too many alternatives. It's a really good way to get out in the evenings as well. 
and just uh, you know come and, and give it a go. I know a lot of people um, play it on holiday. Yeah. Uh, you know, mostly play it on holiday or play it at school maybe. Um, but you know, it is quite a competitive uh, sport and it is quite a skilled sport when you get down to it. So I think yeah, it's a really good accessible sport and cheap sport to get involved in. Do you ever? I mean, there's one memory I have of playing table tennis on holiday. This is probably the best question I'm going to ask in this whole interview. Do you play round the table? <laughs> oh well. <laughs> oh, that's the best game that's ever. The round best, the table. Yeah, the, it is. It is a great. It is a good game. It is a fun game. I know they do that in the clubs in London, the bounce clubs. Yeah. They do that in. So the, that sounds like no, you don't do it. No, here. we don't. Oh, we what don't a huge disappointment! I won't lie to you. That's a massive disappointment. But thanks anyway. <laughs> Thanks for your time. Cool. Brilliant. Thank you so much. That was Jason King, the Springfield Table Tennis Club chairman and secretary. And well done to the evening's winners, Liam Branco Couillard for the junior handicap singles, Rob Wilkie for the singles handicap, Rob Wilkie and James McGough for the drawn doubles, and Matt Hickman for the singles no handicap. If you fancy giving table tennis a go, you can get in touch with the club via twyfordtabletennis at gmail.com and we'll put those details in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening to the RG10 podcast. As I said at the start of the episode, there are opportunities to sponsor the show. Check out the show notes to find out more. And if you've got any thoughts about who or what we can include in future episodes, then please do let us know via the rg10mag.com website or on any of our various social media channels. Goodbye.